Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard, starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai, Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron, Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot, and Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margot. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. You're listening to We Play RPGs, a actual N? Well, this went off the rails early. Anyway, I'm Eli. There are other people now. Hi, I'm Abby, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth Mirax. I am Jerry, and I play Roscoe Suitfoot. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot. And this episode is brought to you by my refusal to create an ad copy. And speaking of that, we are also brought to you by Metallic Dice Games, with their very pretty, very, very, very pretty dice. They've got super pretty resin dice, such as some of them are clear, but they have uh, uh, tiny little flowers in them, and they're very, very pretty, but they have metallic dice, like I've got a set of their royal purple and gold-edged metal dice. Ashley, Abby, and I all have a set of their stone dice. Abby, you got to use yours for the first time this past Saturday. They are very comfortable to hold in your hands and just roll around. Like I found, I think I found my new equivalent of a stem toy. It's just like holding the dice and scrolling <laughs> around in my hands. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, and something I didn't notice until I got my amethyst dice and held the metal dice as well is the stone dice aren't nearly as heavy as you think they should be. They're still way heavier than the resin dice, but they just they look like they should be a lot heavier than that. Yeah. <laughs> And if you go to their website, metallicdicegames.com, and use the promo code PLAYITFORWARD, you get 10% off your entire order, and that does stack with other discounts. So, like, if they're having a a 20% off sale, then you get 10% off whatever the 20% off is, which is the primary reason I was able to afford the Amethyst Dice, because they are so pretty and justifiably very expensive. (laughs) But everything else is actually really reasonably priced considering what it is. You know, I think most of the stone dice are less than $50. Yeah, then like the Misfit dice, if you buy a set of like the Misfit gem dice, they're only about 30 bucks. Yeah, I got those for my dad uh, and he likes them. He thinks they're cool, which were also his very first set. But we are also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. It is ethically sourced. Each bag has a uh, piece of artwork from an artist that they credit. You can get it whole ground or whole bean. Ashley and I have gotten to try the Thieves Cant Cartographer and Initiative. And, you know, it's hard to say. Initiative might be my favorite. Yeah, I think that's my favorite. Also, getting it whole Um, bean is really cool. (laughs) It smells so good. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't. I, I was always like, nah. Grinding my own beans, way too bougie for me. And then Ashley accidentally ordered whole bean of the uh, uh, Thieves Cant, and we had to get a grinder and grind it up. But when you grind coffee beans, your whole kitchen smells like the coffee beans. 
And it's so good. And especially with this coffee. Yeah, my whole downstairs smelled like it. It was amazing. Uh, and if you go to foundfamiliar.com and use the promo code PLAYITFORWARD, you'll get 10% off your entire order. And I haven't gotten to try it. I'm, I'm going to try it out probably long before this episode airs. But they have a subscription service where you can say, I'm going to to drink this bag of coffee in two weeks. So every two weeks, they charge your card and send you a bag so that you never run out. I'm going to need to do that. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to need to do that. Um, but I want to try it out with the, the coupon code. I haven't gotten a chance to do that yet. I want to see what it does, if it's like a one-time thing or not. Not that it really matters, because each bag's only like $14, $15. Have we set our coupon code for both of these? Because it's... I did. Good. Good job. Yeah. Good job. <laughs> anyway, we have an episode to start. When we last left off, you guys were kind of lost in the jungle? Keyword, kind of. Uh, yeah, yeah. You were you were making your way downtown just not walking fast. No. We um we let we let Margot guide us and while she's guided us, the accuracy of her guiding is disputed. <clears throat> to be fair, you guys, none of us are very good in the woods. Apparently, neither is she. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, my whole thing went out, it, so I didn't get to hear your comment. Just, just, just know, just know, it wasn't positive, and you can say rude. <laughs> I was about to be like so rude because I just gonna assume that it was uh not nice. It's a safe. I mean, it's a safe bet. Flint, and I, I was I gonna say. To you. I was gonna say, <laughs> hey, she's still better than us because honestly, that was rude as shit. But also, like, look, yeah, we're we're not having a look, good time. It's a trade off. She gets us lost, yeah. but she also kills what gets what we bump into. So, yeah. <laughs> I guess it's um, an okay trade off. <laughs> and but you guys and also because Margot kept getting lost, you guys did get to have a cuddle puddle with a bunch of lizard folk. Oh my god, I forgot well, about the cuddle they puddle. They got to have cuddle puddle yeah. with lizard folk. I was right. almost buried alive. Uh, Flint, Flint was, was buried. buried alive. Don't act like you didn't like it. Excuse you, I was <laughs> very comfortable. Y'all, y'all were the ones that decided no, you didn't want to cuddle. I was talking about Rovarth. <laughs> I know. I was talking to him and, and Jerry. Roscoe was the one. R Roscoe was the one who was like, "Um, no, thank you. I will sleep <laughs> on this bag of leaves." <laughs> I was satisfied. And then the episode ended with you guys meeting the Forever Bear. Yes, the bear uh, from the Legends. And he agreed to uh, at least guide you to the uh, Blightwood. Dun, dun, so now we dun. won't get lost. Yes. This works out well. Mm -hmm. So we're going to jump ahead just a little bit where the Forever Bear is currently eating a wild boar. And because this is the uh, Kurar Wilds, this wild boar is about the size of a horse. Of course. Although regular <laughs> wild boar are kind of the size of a horse. They're, they're just big. Flint has fear. I have fear. Flint has fear. We're both children but, uh, that do not belong in the woods. But the forever bear is just chowing down on this boar, and he goes, uh, so, uh, what, uh, what are you guys doing here? 
We got dumped here because we were chasing some goons that were trying to rob a magical library. That's actually a pretty accurate summary. I killed someone. I don't remember her name. She was Melma, the betrayer. Give me a high there five again. <laughs> <laughs> she she puts her little paw up and jumps a little bit. Remember th- no. High five. Yeah, Forever Bear goes, uh, so um, you guys on some kind of like timetable? A little bit. We're, um, one of the people we were chasing got away, and he's heading to get some artifact that I'm not exactly sure what it does, but I'm pretty sure it's not good, whatever he plans to do with it. And uh, I need to get it before he does, so, yeah. I was going to suggest you guys come with me. There's a whole field of uh, shrooms. No. Uh, Margaret has like shrooms. Good. Uh, Margaret has her shrooms in her pocket, and she just taps it and says, I'm covered. Uh, Flint <laughs> looks at him and goes, maybe on the way back. <laughs> I appreciate sure the offer. Well, if we bump into each other again, I'll lead you over that field. I got to eat a lot of them. Anyway, um, yeah, your your travel towards the Blightwood is incredibly uneventful. I'll take it. Nothing seems to be interested in challenging the Forever Bear. This is the easiest trip we've day. This is the easiest trip we've had in the woods so far in Don't my entire life. Say that. And Roscoe, I I imagine that Roscoe does ask him questions. Because he is a millions of years old bear. Yes. I, I just don't know in character <laughs> the question. I, I'm just going to guess all the questions are, you know, this is a millions old bear. So asking pretty much the changes, the pretty much anything about the woods he can think of, especially the blight woods. And he's actually able to tell you a lot. It's just, unfortunately, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense from your perspective. Well, a million, million year old bear doesn't make sense either, so... This is perfect. Yeah. Um, but when you ask about the Blightwood, uh, they go, yeah, that was a shame when that popped up. But, uh, you know, weren't for the Alder Crown and all that. He goes, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, a lot of people think that the uh, uh, some a bunch of elven archmages went in and sealed off the tear to the Shadowverse, but... That's not true. I was there. Uh, the Alder Crown went ahead and shut it down. That's also why most of the creatures don't leave the Blightwood. It doesn't let them? Yeah, you know, tries to keep it contained. Say, a uh, good old girl. Been around even longer than me. But by doing so, is it holding up well? I don't know. I don't really go into the Blightwood anymore. Not, not anything worth eating. Is there anything we should be prepared for entering the Blight Woods? Well, if the place you're looking for is what I'm thinking of, it's not all that deep in. The deeper you get, the worse it gets. Uh, food goes bad quickly. Gotta be careful of that. Um, water tends to get stagnant a little bit faster than usual. And, uh, lots of undead. You know, your vampires, werewolves, stuff like that. Roscoe bobs that goes, somehow I am not surprised by that. Yeah, one of the reasons I don't hang out in the Blightwood anymore is because all the banshees. They're just too loud. The what? Oh, banshees. 
Yeah, they're uh, ghosts and they scream. I imagine that would make it super hard to sleep. Yeah, I don't care for it. Yeah. And as you guys head towards the Blightwood, um, even though the canopy gets thinner, as the trees also appear to be less alive, it gets darker. Until eventually there's practically no sunlight at all. There's just this thick fog. Oh, I don't like this. And the Forever Bear stops and they say, All right, end of the line for me. You're going to want to head more or less directly east. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you, sir. Thanks for not trying to kill me. You're welcome. All right. Bye. So long. Bye. Bye. They stand up and start lumbering off. What a magnificent... And Rovarth just shakes his head. That's the second god we've met. I've met since I've met you. We're special. <laughs> Let's just continue to hope the gods are helpful. True. Hmm. Uh, speaking of, do you have a, a light, Roscoe? I almost said now is not the time to smoke, but then I realized what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I have a lamp. Okay, Flint's let's keep torches. that close. So the thing about the lamp is that it doesn't really cut through the fog any more efficiently than your dark right. vision. The area immediately around you is a lot brighter, but not really. I understand. Well, but I don't think Roscoe has dark vision, does he? He has goggles I have of goggles dark vision. Dark vision. Oh, I made sure to get those. I Clever. felt left out. Well, uh, Rovarth is more concerned about the stories that he's heard as a kid of creatures of undead nature killing people in the darkness and is just trying, wants to have a little bit of light to maybe deter them. That works for me. Yeah, that's uh look because he doesn't know how this look, works. If a night if, if a night light makes us all feel better, the light will stay out. Yes, please. <laughs> so if I remember correctly, right. Forever Bear said east. Yep. More or less directly east. So we will try to head directly east. Yep. And as you guys are heading east, it's actually not too long before you're ready to make camp. Something happens. All of you can hear this stomping in the woods. Ooh, I don't like that. A very large creature. Or, if you guys want to like stop for a moment, you can go ahead and take a second to make perception checks. I would like that. Same. Yeah, the very loud stomping is concerning. Definitely seems And of course, wise. Flint's got a nine. I got an eight. It's on brand. I got a 23. Also on brand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Roberth got a six, which is very on brand. <laughs> All right. Well, how many of you? Margo is the only one who can tell that it is two creatures. And as you are trying to move around them, does anyone speak giant? I don't. Nope. Okay. Well, something yells out a large something. You can tell by the voice. 
yells something out in a language none of you speak, and it's time to roll initiative. Oh, fuck. Oh, boy. Okay. It's a 21. 10. There we go. I got a 13. All right. I believe that means Rovarth goes first as uh, two Cyclopses. Cyclopi? <laughs> Come into view. And Cyclopses are huge giants. They are absolutely massive. I'm trying to see if it tells me kind of how big they are. Let's see, they're probably a little over 20 feet tall. Okay. With a single eye in the center of their head. But all of you can tell, even at this distance, they are, they're covered in sores. Ooh. And they look like they might actually be blind. Ooh. That's, That's not pleasant. Okay. That might change what I do. By they look like blind, I mean that their eyes are that. Because you guys have the lamp out, because Rovarth needs a a nightlight. (laughs) And you can see some color, and they they have no color in their eyes. They they are this, like, sickly pale. I'm going to attempt to communicate in common. Okay. And that will be my turn. Okay. I will, I will, what? I was just going to say they don't immediately respond. Okay. I, I will basically say, hello there. Um, we mean you no harm. We're simply passing through. Uh, all right. Please don't fight us. Flint. They haven't responded yet, and I don't actually really want to fight them. If I can okay. avoid it. Can I just, like, try to hide or something? Yeah, you could, like, move over here. Okay. And try to hide behind this massive tree. Okay, I'm gonna try to do that because, frankly, I don't really actually want to fight them if I can avoid it. Okay, roll stealth. Okay, that's fair. Shit, that's a three. That's very bad. Alright, it is now Margo's turn. Uh, I'm gonna kind of, or Margo's gonna kind of take suit and, uh, because no one has tried attacking them yet, and mm-hmm. just roll stealth actually to do something similar to Where what. Are you going? Uh, hang on. Let actually, me look at this. hold on. I I think I was about to say what you were about to say, which is I think as a uh, small beast folk, you're actually able to like hide behind Rovarth. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna do. Additionally, you are able to move through this. No, you're just able to move through the space of any creature larger than you. So you still have to find somewhere to hide. I'll just hide behind Rovarth. Can't hide behind Rovarth. That's right. what I just All said. Right. I'll hide over here. In that root, by that root. Okay. Go ahead and roll stealth. 27. Well, hot damn. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll say that one. The Cyclops upper. He reaches down. And rips a small trunk oh, God. stump out of the ground and hurls it at Rovarth. 16 versus AC. That misses, thankfully. It's good. Yeah, you duck and it ends up actually crashing behind Roscoe. 
and it comes charging up to here with its uh, great club, oh. wielding this uh, tree in which it has shoved a bunch of sharp rocks into. And I shall pull out my sword and be like, all right, if it's a fight you want, it's a fight you'll get. It is now Roscoe's turn. All right. Well, I'm not going to hide, because that would be kind of rude to do to Rovorp at this point. It's like, you're on your own, buddy. <laughs> um, but I am, at least for now, all I'm going to do, I'm going to cast Blade Ward on myself. Okay. I have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Cool. Anything else you want or can do with your turn? Um, no, I am good for now. Okay. This uh, second Cyclops moves over here. Well, I accidentally moved him further than I wanted, so he's going to go ahead and finish moving. <laughs> to just hit Rovarth with this great club. They have some reach, don't they? Ten foot reach. Mm. 20 versus AC. Yes. That'll be 17 bludgeoning damage. I would like to use my reaction to do the thing. Go ahead half the damage so how much was it originally 17 so half of that would be eight yeah he slams this club right next to you and the uh dirt and debris flies up and pelts you pretty hard but you duck underneath as he swings a second time and it's now your turn all right well i don't really like this so but it's just roscoe and me so i'm not going to retreat i'm going to instead Cast a spell of some sort. Let me see here. <laughs> I'm going to cast Ice Storm is what I'm going to do. Okay. How uh, how big is Ice Storm? Pretty big. 300 feet is the range, but what's the actual? I'm pulling that up right now. Radius. Uh, it says, a hail of rock-hard ice pounds the ground in a 20-foot radius, 40-foot high cylinder centered on a point within range. Each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage and 4d6 cold damage on a failed save or half as much damage on a successful one. Hailstones turn Damn. the storm's area of effect into difficult terrain until the end of your next turn. Okay, so yeah, you, you've got plenty of room to slap that down where it will only hit the uh, Cyclopses. But what does it look like when you cast this spell? Because you have I don't think you've cast Ice Storm. No, I've not. I reach out with my spellcasting focus, and a bit of frost collects on the edge and then explodes out in the area of my choosing. Cool. I'm very flashy. I was trying to remove some hit points, and I actually accidentally gave him over a thousand. Holy shit. Let's not. No. No, no, no. Yeah. Anything else you'd like to do with your turn? I'm going to dodge. <laughs> Flint! So, what I'm going to do is... Do, do, do. Hmm... I'm going to move this way so I can shoot this boy with a firebolt. Okay. Now, and I should also mention that they, they took uh, 15, uh, sorry, 11 bludgeoning and 17 cold. I should mention that. 
Yes, for the audience. it hurt. It hurt a lot. Okay, that's a 23 for 10 fire damage. Okay, that hurts. He doesn't like that. Anything else? I'm going to move back to where I was. Okay. It is now Margo's turn. Yay! Can I actually challenge them? Or is this not a thing I can do? You can challenge one of them. Okay, cool. I just wanted to be sure. Yeah, you you couldn't challenge the Hydra because it's an animal. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to be be sure that you could do the thing. I'm going to stand here and I'm going to challenge him. I think he has to be wisdom save. Yeah, wisdom save of 15 for that. All right. He failed. (laughs) All right. So I'm going to... I'm going to use a dueling sword first, and then I want to do low blow right after that. I don't understand what you mean. You are going to hit him and deal damage and then use low blow? Yeah. Can I do that, or do I have to use low blow first? You can do that. I just wanted to understand. Because I I wanted to make sure that, because when you use low blow, that's one of your attacks, and you don't deal damage. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that'll be... Your second attack. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I understand now. Okay, perfect. Let's see. 20 and 12 damage. 20 hits. And... For low blow, 11 doesn't hit, so my turn is over. Okay. Then the uh, Cyclops who originally attacked Rovarth will continue to try and attack Rovarth. Uh, Got to put him on disadvantage because Rovarth has dodged. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. 19 versus your AC. Yes, that hits. For 14 bludgeoning damage. All right. Uh, I'm going to reaction. That's fair. Uh, And the second swing misses with a 14. Okay. Okay. And that's all that that Cyclops can do. Roscoe, your turn. Quick question. Are these considered humanoid? No. Not for the uh, sake of spells. Okay. Well, there goes plan A. They are giants. Okay, um, we're gonna, the one that hasn't attacked yet, I'm going to target it. Okay. I am going to cast... Confusion. They need to make a wisdom saving throw. Okay, which one? Um, this one. And, okay. um... Wisdom saving throw. They have a lower wisdom than Rovarth. How's an eight do for you? <laughs> Just fine for me. All so right. it is confused. And what does confused do? Okay, it's going to be a D. Basically, on its turn, it's going to be a D10. And the D10 will determine what it does. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll just read that when you roll. All right. Uh, anything else? Just because he's looking a little hurt, I will healing word Rovarf. Wait, no, because I've already done a spell. 
Never mind. Sorry, yeah. I'm still bad at that. I'll You're get him fine. next time. So I'm done. Okay. The one who is confused. Let's roll a d10. Uh, what happens on a four? The creature doesn't move or take action this turn. All right. Yeah. Uh, he, he the the cyclops just kind of like stares out blankly into space, and that's its entire. Oh, at the turn. end, of, at the end of his turn, it can make mm-hmm. another saving throw. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, 16. It just met it. All right. It is no longer yeah. confused. Yeah, I just w- I wanted to be fair and make sure you did know you can make the saving throw. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rovarth. All right, so I really want to see what this does. So I'm going to cast Polymorph on the one that's not challenged by Margo. The one right in front of you? Yes. All right, uh, what's he got to do? Uh, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. All right. Uh, what's a 13? A failure. All right. What does he turn into? He turns into, because I can't think of anything else at the time, a chicken. Okay. <laughs> he is a chicken. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. So his hit points... Uh, the new form can be any beast whose challenge rating is equal to or less than the targets uh, or the target's level. Its game statistics, including mental ability scores, are replaced by the statistics of the chosen beast. It retains alignment and personality. It assumes the hit points of its new form. When it reverts to its normal form, the creature returns to the same HP it had before it was transformed. If it reverts as, as a result of dropping to zero, any excess damage carries over. Okay. And it's obviously limited by the new uh, form. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Uh, I'm not really worried about the chickens, so I'm just going to move up to the guy that Margo has challenged. Okay. Uh, Flint, it's your turn. So I'm going to move again and once again attack the Cyclops that Margo is challenging. Okay, I'm just going to hit it with Firebolt again because Lightning Bolt seems okay. like overkill. Uh, 16. That hits. Okay, 17 fire damage. And because it's a, it's a cantrip, it has lasting damage. Mm-hmm. I went ahead and... Uh, I forgot to apply the fire damage on his last turn, so I went ahead and added that in. Okay. Cool. And that's my turn. On to Margo. All right. Ding oh, wait. It has, to make, it has to make another wisdom save. To see if it is still challenged, and it is. Uh, every time somebody other than Margot damages the target of her challenge, they get to make another save to no longer be challenged. Hmm. Uh, but it failed, so it is now Margot's turn. Cool. I'm going to use Dueling Bright uh, Sword on it. So, on the one I've challenged. So, 22 mm-hmm. and 14 damage. And. I'm going to do that again. 14 damage hurts. Oh, 28 and 11 damage. That hits. Cool. And that is all for my turn. How much damage? 11 damage. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. Chicken Cyclops 
pecks ineffectually at Rovarth. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> uh, you have a particular shiny turn. button, and he's pecking at it because it wants to. <laughs> well, honestly, a chicken's not all that much dumber than a cyclops, so. <laughs> all right, well, first thing I'm going to do, I'm going to do some healing word on Rovarth. Okay. So he gets 10. Oh, dang, that's good. Yes. And seeing how badly hurt this thing is, I'm going to move up and try to hit it. Okay. Well, only a 12. Yeah, a 12 won't do it. actually roll decent on damage for once, go figure. You, uh, you do actually bash into it a little bit. And it's just not enough to really hurt it. That's fine. Well, that's that's um, the end of my turn. It's going to try and hit Margo. With its big old club. Welcome to the club. Uh, <laughs> 25 versus Margo's AC. Well, yes, that definitely hits. For 21 bludgeoning damage. Or Oof. 10 bludgeoning damage. Because you're, it is still challenged. Awesome. And 28 versus your AC? Hit again. Then 12 bludgeoning damage before any resistance you have. So then 6, right? Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. sweet. So yeah, it it almost gets some real good hits on you, but uh, thanks to your training, you're able to avoid most of the damage. That's always good. Rovarth, it's your turn. Rovarth is going to, remembering how Eldritch Blast works, actually move away from the Cyclops. All right. Probably take an attack of opportunity. Well, it has disadvantage because it's challenged, so it'll try. All right. 20 versus your AC. Yes. That'll be 20 bludgeoning damage, or 21 bludgeoning damage, sorry. Shit. Oh my god. Well, it is my turn, so I do still have a reaction. Because I have one mm-hmm. of those per round, so I would like to use that. Go on. So that makes it, what, 11? 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. That is one of my favorite things about 5th edition is that you always round down if damage is halved, which means there's always the potential that something will take zero damage. And I will Eldritch Blast it. Mm-hmm. 23 to hit. That hits. For 12 force damage. That hurts. And a 17 to hit. That hits. For nine force damage. And this Cyclops is not doing well. And that is... Oh, I need to make a a saving throw as well. I need to make a constitution check for concentration. Uh, yes, because he did deal 10 damage. So as long as you get a 10 or higher. I rolled a 17. It is still a chicken. Yep, you maintain your concentration. And that is my turn. Anything else? Nah, I'm not. I'm pretty safe from back here. All right. Flint. Okay, I'm not gonna try to change up what's not broken so far. So firebolt again. Because right. I'm a basic bitch, and also fire is fun. Well, don't fix what ain't. This broken. makes sense. Ah, uh, damn. That's an eleven. That's okay. Yeah, an eleven doesn't hit. That's fine. It's still almost dead. And there's Margo, the little murder machine, right next to it. Yep, chaos murder, baby. She's a good girl. Leave her alone. <laughs> That's a compliment. <laughs> I mean, she is a girl. 
What you gonna do? <laughs> rude, uh, Roscoe. Rude. I'm gonna uh, fight it with the dueling blade. Blade. Um. So I got a twenty-seven and ten damage. That hurts. Sweet. I'm gonna do that again. Mm-hmm. And twenty-three with nine damage. Do you want to know how much damage you needed to do to kill it? Yes. Nine. <laughs> nice. That's perfect. <laughs> so, he did. assuming you guys are not going to kill the chicken, that be no. foul play. <laughs> <laughs> this combat is over as you guys just move along. Yeah, because uh, that spell lasts for an hour, so as long as we get good distance, it won't come back. Making yeah. our way downtown, yeah, walking fast, chicken noises, walking faster. Making my way downtown, yeah. <laughs> walking fast, eating this foul. Fa la 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 la. So, uh, heal yourselves up because you'll definitely get a rest before anything else happens to you. Nice. Sweet. Go ahead and roll, someone roll a survival check for me. I got you. I think Margot should do it because, once again, she actually is trained in this. And is this a short rest or a long rest, Eli? Long rest. Okay. Well, I got a 14 survival. Okay. Yeah, you guys uh, travel for another day. And nothing really happens. It's just, this place is just oppressively dark and depressing Mm. it kind of zaps the color and energy out Uh, of you we stumbled into the Zack Snyder DC universe I know Oh, I hate that I understand that perfectly and go ahead and make another survival check we believe in you Margo we believe in you murder little murder machine Yay. Let's see what I got. My beliefs oh, are no. betraying me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, on, one hand, I'm not, on one hand, I'm not surprised. On the other hand, it's just like, you know, I don't want to make it because chances are I'm not going to roll any better. Sweet baby Angle got a six. All right. Un momento. <laughs> the chicken has returned. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. But now now it's just a giant chicken that we turn into a small cyclops. (laughs) Be like the end of that Jimmy Neutron movie. Yeah. Well. I recognize the picture, but not the thing. Well, I was about to say, as you guys uh, move uh, thereabouts-ish, you are attacked... By these giant, what the heck, slug-like creatures, with four tentacles coming from the head, and a beak-like mouth, and they all scream, and it's time for initiative. Ugh. Oh, I hate. I think I know what this is, but I'm probably wrong because I'm getting its name mixed up with something else. Uh. That's one of those things oh. where I know, I know for a fact Rovarth has no idea what these things are. Oh, uh-huh, I, I was seven. right. I thought I thought that was what that was. I got a seven. Went got a sixteen. 
Well, with a uh, 17, Roscoe goes first. And Rovarth got a 9. Would it be nature or arcana to figure out what these are? Um, uh, Arcana. They are not natural creatures. I am going to roll Arcan- Ar- Arcana to figure out what the heck we're up against. All right. 15. These are probably Gricks. They're horrific monstrosities. And the only reason they're really attacking as a pack is because this big one here is an alpha. I gotcha. Gricks are pretty dangerous, actually. I mean, it is kind of weird that they're here in the forest. They're usually either underground or just in the mountains. But, you know, who the fuck knows? They might have come out of the Shadowverse. Okay. Ugh. So what would you like to do? I will give Margot barg- bardic inspiration. Okay. Thank you. And just make sure there's nothing else I want to do for now. I have a feeling I'm going to need healing, so I'm going to end my turn there. Hmm. All right. All right. It is now one of the Grick's turns. Man, this thing isn't telling me which Grick it is. It is the leftmost one. Yeah. Okay, cool. It moves up to attack Flint. Oh, gross. All right. It tries to grab you. So these tentacles coming out of its face are actually arms. People get tentacles and arms mixed up. Tentacles don't have suckers. These ones do. Ew. But it only got an eight to hit you. So that is its turn. <laughs> no, it did not succeed. It is now your turn. I would like to hit it in the face with shocking grass because it's all up in my business. Roll that beautiful grasping shock footage. Yeah, just, just, just do the thing. <laughs> shocking grasp. Yes. 25. Oh, that's bullshit damage. Well, I mean, it hits. Only does four lightning damage, though. But hey, it's a cantrip, so it lasts. Also, it can't take a reaction, so if you decided to run away... Oh yeah, I am definitely backing up. I'm going over here, because no. That's fair. Anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Can't really do anything else after this, honestly. Okay. Yeah, that's my turn. It is now the Grick Alpha's turn, who moves up to... It's very stupid, so it attacks Rovarth. Okay. In, Ro- in the Grick's defense, Rovarth is the tallest and therefore the most threatening. Yep. Yeah. Alright, so it swings its mass. So this Grick, the Gricks are medium-sized creatures, so all of them are bigger than Margo and Rovarth. Or not, uh, Roscoe. Joy. But the Grick Alpha is bigger than Rovarth. And it swings its massive tail at Rovarth, but you uh, quickly dodge out of the way. Whew. And then it tries to hit you with one of its tentacles, mm-hmm. and it fails to do that as well. Okay. And which Grick is this? Top or right? Middle. Middle. It moves up to attack Rovarth. I'm not enjoying this. <laughs> you know, I came here to have a good time, and I am feeling so attacked right now. But it got an eight. Okay. So now it's your turn, Rovarth. Well... I know it might be a little overkill, but it is a concentration spell, so I'm going to cast Vampiric Touch on the little one. <laughs> All right. Just making sure I have the spell level right. 
Yep. And because uh, it's a fifth level spell, because I'm a warlock, that's a 20 to hit. That hits. And that is for 20 necrotic damage. Yeah, you you don't quite murder this thing, but Jesus Christ, just, that hurts. I just poke it with the dragon slaying longsword, and this just necromantic energy saps its life essence and gives it to me, which doesn't really go anywhere because I'm not hurt, but you know. Yeah, but still, you know, it all works out in the end. Yeah. I just imagine when you do it, it like turns into this black purple cloud around the sword. Ooh, Very threatening. I like that too. Big shadow, big shadow verse energy. Well, it's also the it's also shimmering with the same color of my blasts because it's for my patron. But mm-hmm. anything Ooh. else you'd like to do, like with your bonus dodge, action? please, love of God, <laughs> Marco, it's your turn. All right. Well, I am going to go after the alpha go and uh, hit him with my sword. Mm-hmm. Actually, hang on. I want to challenge yeah. him. All right, he has to beat a wisdom save of 15. Hmm, well, with his uh, 14 wisdom, let's see how that works out for him. He got a five. Dope. He is challenged now, and 26 to hit with 10 damage. Yeah, 26 definitely hits. (laughs) And 21 and 14 damage. All right. So, wait, how much damage on the first hit? Ten. Ten, okay. And fourteen on the second, so and a total of fourteen 24. for the second. Mm-hmm. And that's all for my turn. All right. Okay. This last Grick moves over here to attack Rovarth. Mm-hmm. Fair. Fair play. Mm-hmm. It only got a fourteen to hit your AC. Titanium armor for the win. Yeah. And it is now Roscoe's turn. Okay. I will attempt to cast Confusion on the Alpha. <laughs> okay. He's in saving this throw. This is fair. All right. You know what's very funny? The Alpha is just barely smart enough to be challenged. It got a 10 on its wisdom saving throw. It is throw. confused, so a D10 will determine its actions. Okay. And that will be my, that will uh, be my he... turn. Okay. This Grick takes its three damage and takes and moves up to Roscoe, but takes an action to kind of shake off the lingering effects of Shocking Grasp. And it is now Flint's turn. Ha-ha! A firebolt. And I don't know at, what... Uh, I don't... At who? At the Grick I shocked earlier. Okay. Do your thing, girl. 16. That hits. For another four damage. But once again, cantrip, lasting damage. Ha-ha. Yeah. Anything else you can or would like to do? Uh, I'll be entirely honest with you. I can't really do much. All right. The Grick Alpha has to roll a d10. All right. What happens on a nine? Unfortunately, that means it can move normally. Can act and yes. move normally? All right. Then it will attack Margo. Once with its tail. Does a 14 hit Margo? No. Yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> and a 
after that is another 14 to hit Margo. <laughs> Doesn't hit. I I promise you these things are supposed to be dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I buy that. They're attacking us with like group pack tactics. We just happen to be rolling really well right now. And it rolled a natural one on its wisdom save to not be confused anymore. So the Grick that Rovarth fucked up is going to try and kill Rovarth. All this right. is fair. Alright, it's a 19 to hit. That hits. That'll be 7 slashing damage. But it does not break through my weird magic scale energy thing. No. However, because it hit you with its tentacle, it actually wraps around your arm where it hit you and forces you in for it to bite you with its beak. Oh, joy. But it only got a 12, so it doesn't actually get through your armor. And uh, guess what? I'm just going to mentally hurt it again, because I can do that. <laughs> Go on. Now, that's a critical, so that's a 27 to hit. Ooh. That's going to hurt. Okay. And I don't know why it added an extra D8 twice, but uh, that's that's 28 damage. No, no, it's not. It is supposed to add the extra dice twice? Yeah, it, it, it multiplies. So at level one, it's the D6. Mm-hmm. And at higher levels, it's extra D6. So it's a total of four D6, and it rolls it twice. Oh, okay. That would explain it. So that's actually yeah. 32? Is that math correct? Yes. Actually, no, it's not. It's 36. 36, okay. It had seven hit points. I lowballed so it. So <laughs> it is completely eviscerated. I turn it to a desiccated husk. Yeah, it, it just shrivels and dries out like a fucking mummy. Like it goes from being six feet long, this six foot long slug monster to like a three and a half foot long dried husk. Ew. Anything else you'd like to do with your horrific turn? I'm going Gross. to dodge. <laughs> Margo, it's your turn. I'm going to attack the alpha again. Don't forget, because it's still challenged, if you hit it on this first attack, you can knock it prone and give yourself advantage on your second attack. That's the chop uh, chop Chop the tree, tree. right? Yes. Okay, yeah. Embodied inspiration just stays with you, or do I have to say to use it, or is it just something that stays? You have to say that you're using it. Okay, yeah, I want to use it. Okay. So... So with with that, I just attack first and then do knocking your attack. Okay. Roll your attack. Hang on. And before you say what the number is, you want to go over to the uh, little side menu there on the left to the die and roll Mm -hmm. a d8. And you're going to add that d8 to whatever the number is, and that's what your actual to hit was. Oh, wait. It doesn't matter. Yeah, because uh, I got 11. Well, no, it's not because you got an 11. It's because you rolled a natural 1. Oh, okay. Yeah, a natural 1 is an automatic miss in an attack. Okay. So you don't so... hit with the first attack, but I'm also not going to count that as you using Bardic Inspiration. Okay, so just attack again? If that's what you want to do. Yeah, 20. Did you want to use Bardic Inspiration? You don't have to, but if that's what you wanted to do, you have to say it now. 
No. no. Well, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I want to use it for this one. So it was one of the dice. D8 is what you need. Okay, seven. So what does that make the total? It should be 20. No, 20 plus or, 7 no. is 27. Oh, I was supposed to add it to the... Okay. You don't add it to damage, you add it to hit. Okay, okay. That's fine. And I can still use Chop the Tree, right? At the very end? Yeah. Okay. How much damage did you deal? 12. Okay. And so they have to make a dexterity saving throw against the challenge DC. What was that? I think that was a... It failed because it got a 10. Anything okay. else? No, that's all. All right. This Grick here is going to attack Rovarth. Try to, anyway. Okay. And it failed. Okay. <laughs> Roscoe! Okay. I am going to a chance attack of opportunity. Okay. Let's see if it can hit you. A 22 yeah, versus AC. For nine slashing damage. Is it nine? Thank yep. you. Oh, I did forget to mention these uh, tentacles all end in a sharp barb. Ooh. That hurts. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, what I'm going to do now is I'm going to do Versa Power, and I'm going to spend a bardic mm -hmm. inspiration to make it a straight line. Yeah. So it will get the alpha and the one behind it. Yes, it will. It's going to be a strength save of DC 16. No, okay. And it's 10 thunder. Half damage on a success? Yes. Uh, I don't know why I asked. They definitely didn't get a success. And what is the rest of what it does? Push back 10 feet and is knock prone. All right. So, boop. And boop. And the alpha gets to make another wisdom to see if it is no longer under challenge. And it got a four. So it's still challenged and confused. Is there anything else he would like to do? No, I'm satisfied. <laughs> All right. This first Grick chases you ends up right here and it goes ahead and tries to attack you but it got a six and because it didn't stop to put itself out it's still on fire <laughs> <laughs> that's great flint i'm gonna hit it with another firebolt go on this one right here yes aha 12 i don't i get the feeling that, that does misses god damn it that's a okay meh Right. Okay, it's still on fire. It is, and the Grick Alpha has to roll a d10. It got a one. What does that mean? It got a one. Give me one second, because I think the creature uses all its movement to move in a random direction. To determine the direction, roll d8 and assign a direction to each die face. And doesn't take an action this turn. All right, so... Rovarth gets an attack of opportunity. Alrighty. As it just, like, screams out and runs, well, slithers right past you. That misses. Yeah, 10 doesn't hit. But let's see if it's still confused. Well, it got a 10. Still confused. So, still confused. It's your turn, Rovarth. 
I am going to move up uh, right by Roscoe and, and uh, Margot. And uh, I'm going to see how my stuff works. Oh, yeah, that'll work. I'm going to use my breath weapon on the Grick Ooh. and Grilk Alpha. Nice. Which I don't know how to make it roll, so... Did you make it an attack? I tried to earlier, but for some reason it didn't work the way I wanted it to. Oh. Let's see here. Yeah. Eh, I'll do it later. Okay, well, anyway, I'm gonna. they have to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, my constitution modifier is 1, so that is 9, and then my proficiency bonus is 4. They have to make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. Okay. Or, well, uh, or take acid the, damage. The alpha got an 11. Mm-hmm. And the grit got a 13. So how much acid damage is that? Well, we are currently level 9. So it takes 3d6. Mm-hmm. But then I rolled an 8. <laughs> <laughs> 8 hurts a lot on that initial grit. And it doesn't do great for that one either. Anything else you'd like to do? I will I will dodge. Okay. Margo, it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to hit the one in front of me. Okay. Got a 26. That definitely hits. And 10 damage. It is very dead. Awesome. <laughs> I'm going to move. Okay. The alpha was running away, right? Yeah, the alpha's like 15 feet away from you over here. Okay, I'll go over here and attack that. Dueling is uh, 13. Does that hit? A 13 does not hit. Okay, cool. I'm done with my turn. Okay. This grit that got blasted away. How much movement does it have? Not a lot. can only get this close because it has to stand up. And it is now Roscoe's turn. Fantastic. I am going to just... Oh, I'm going to get... I'm pretty sure Rovarf can handle this little baby. Oh, definitely. So I'm just going to get closer up here, and I'm going to cast True Strike to give me advantage on my next turn on the Alpha. Okay. And that's the end of my turn. All right. Flint. Yes. Oh, hey, that big Grick is very close. So I'm going to attack it with a firebolt. It ain't broke. Don't fix it. Okay, roll with disadvantage. Actually, yeah, no, that's fair. Roll with disadvantage. Hold on. Let me get that button up. Okay. I just wanted to make sure you weren't changing your mind. Uh, nah, I've accepted my path. You committed. 18 on both of those, so ha- Jesus Christ, yeah, that hits. <laughs> 18 fire damage. That hurt real bad. Oh, yeah, lasting damage, too. Yeah, anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Back away. Okay. It will try to hit you with its tentacle. That's fair. <sighs> it rolled a nine. <laughs> nope. Well, on its turn, it burns to well, death. There we go. <laughs> Rovarth. Oh god, I I'm imagine this thing blast. smells terrible. Oh yeah, it smells fucking awful. 
I mean, this whole place kind of smells like stagnant water. It smells like a swamp. And I, I just <laughs> added like burning. Then I added like burning snake to it. Burning slug. Burning slug. Burning uh, aberrant slug. Gross. What'd you get there, Rovarth? I got a twenty-one to hit with Eldritch Blast and a ten force damage. That hurt real bad. And I have one more. Finish it. I will. And that's a natural 20 uh, for a total of 27 and 10 damage. It is dead. You finished it. And with your two horrific experiences in the Blightwoods, it is time to end this episode. Hey, Abby, you got something you want to add to the P-Zone? I hate that you say that word, but yes, I have a Twitter an Instagram, and a TikTok, all are elvenly underscore E. I post art. I yell about things. I'm currently trying to watch Critical Role. It's going very slow because these are three-hour episodes, and I am and I cannot sit that long or pay attention that long. Yeah, good. And you have a, have a good day. <laughs> uh, well, I have a uh, YouTube channel, which is uh, Aracil Space Prime. That is E-R-A-S-Y-L. Yes, it's a weird name. I invented it. Space P-R-I-M-E, where uh, I do uh, various roleplay-related video games, you know? Like, uh, you know, games and stuff and things. Soon to be, potentially, if it's out, I don't know, delays or a thing, Cyberpunk 2077 and uh, Crusader Kings 3, because... Uh, I like how they overhauled the roleplay system in that game, so I can actually make my character the way I want it to. Yeah. Nice. All right. I'm on Twitter at Jarius underscore Jer, and I'm on Instagram at Jerry Jerry Quite Contrary. Jerry spelled J-E-R-I. And I I just post various things. They're both fun, and I think you will have a good time with them. That's all. And I'm Ashley. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under Am Cosplay Clean. And that's all. And I am Eli Royal. And you can find me online at royalartsandprops.com. Uh, through there, you can find me on various social medias and all such things like that, where I'm posting all kinds of updates on uh, various prop builds or car paint jobs or something 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 goodbye bye 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 thank you for listening to this part of our tale traveler please remember to rate review and subscribe to the podcast on itunes or wherever fine pods are cast you can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.